4: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WIP Morning Show on this fine Wednesday morning, the 28th of December. Yes, the final Wednesday in the calendar year, a mere days away, hours away, if you want to put it that way, uh, till we enter 2023. Now, it is the WIP Morning Show. It doesn't sound exactly the same as it normally would. It's a Wednesday. That means Angela's not going to be here. Al Morgani is also chosen to take the day off. Therefore, I, John Johnson, will be filling in the void, I suppose, for two of them. To my right, your left, the one and only Marcus Hayes. Good morning, Marcus. How do you,
5: how do you know it's their left?
4: Well, if, if we're on the stage and television and show. they're in the audience, Have you noticed, you're so on their
5: time, left. Every time we, uh, we begin the show and Francisco's producing, right. he... Uh, the, the, the lead-in song is You're a Loser, Baby. Yes,
4: I know. I'm trying to ignore that at this moment in time. It, it appears to be... It's not coincidence anymore. No, it
5: is no longer coincidence.
4: And Francisco is a music connoisseur, so he's well
5: aware of well, the yeah, from, you know, collection of Beck. From 2015 on, yeah. He's, uh, no, so he's, he's got an encyclopedic knowledge <laughs> I mean, no. of everything Taylor Swift's ever done. Well, Marcus <laughs>
4: Hayes is here. I'm here. In for Joe Wechter is Francisco Rojas. Who you may hear all the time uh, producing the Fastest Growing Overnight Show. We also have... Nick now, who, Capola,
5: who who is who, the usual host of that overnight show? It
4: would be me. Oh, but you know, right now I'm uh, in with the morning show, so it's a, it's a back and forth thing. What, but
5: so are there like, how do you know it's the fastest?
4: Uh, it's the fastest growing overnight show in the country. If you didn't know this already, Marcus, I,
5: I keep hearing that, but I see
4: no proof. The numbers dictate it,
6: right? What, I don't what, have the
4: numbers in front of me right now. Oh. And, you know, it's it's been the, the, fluctuating because I'm not there every the night. imaginary right numbers? No, no, no. They're legit numbers. Are it's the fastest-growing overnight show. I guess they're from- Global at, audience, marks. If Marcus.
5: you're at zero, there's nowhere to go
4: without. <laughs> and we're <laughs> off and running. Good morning, everybody. Uh, so we have a lot we're going to get into today. You heard about the roster changes. I'll be with the morning show the rest of the week. Angelo is in tomorrow. And then I'll leave the show on Friday. We have a lot to get into this morning. No Ross Tucker. Uh, no worries, you know Ross. You know who works 364 days a year said, "Hey John, you know uh, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to take off tomorrow." I said, "Ross, you know I mean, come on, You work 364. You can't work 365." He said, "Marcus is on. Uh, maybe I'm that's out. that's what it is." Too. He said, "Who are you with, <laughs> Marcus?" Ah, oh, no, no, I'm taking off. That's so right. no Ross Tucker on this Wednesday, but don't worry about it. Our conversations over the next few hours will be entertaining. They they will probably become. Uh, argumentative, is that, is that a word? That's a word, right? I, I just content- made it a word.
5: Contentious, I think. Is contentious
4: and for. intense and, and, and would certainly describe it. Perhaps lovable. Well, we have a superb uh, list of guests that will be joining us along the way at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, we'll be joined by Dave Zingaro, covers the Eagles for NBC Sports Philadelphia, pick his brain about all things birds, and the top of the 9 o'clock hour Covering the Philadelphia 76ers, Derek Bodner. Sixers fell last night, looked like hot garbage in the first half and in the final minutes, but they were on a winning streak. But really what I want to talk to Derek about is a rumor that came out in the middle of a Christmas Day game which says James Harden may not want to be here more than a couple more months. So we got to get to the bottom of that and who gave Adrian Woznarowski that information to put out because it's just, the timing just is horrible. Horrible! For everybody except... Adrian Wornowski. Everything except Woj. You're, right. You're right. But Marcus, uh, we begin this morning's show. Oh, and it's a prize wheel Wednesday. We have the prize wheel, which I'll get into the topic. Can I spin it today? Would you like to spin the wheel today? Yeah. It's you know. It's, John, do you want disaster? It's it's weird. By the way, we uh, I've been trying to adjust it because You've there is have been
5: horrible. A, like we've got yes, a record number of Keith Jones signed autograph. I have to or.
4: check if this is a weighted uh, wheel. Uh, because you're right. Uh, we've handed out far too many consolation Keith Jones autograph cards, which uh, I'm sorry to say have no monetary value. Dwindling
5: other... all the time as the market is flooded with them.
4: Absolutely. So uh, we will have the prize. Well, I will, I'll certainly, maybe I'll hand the wheel over to Marcus during the commercial break. I'll get into the prize topic in just a Me moment. Me
5: Jesus taking the wheel.
4: If you want to get in line to spin on the wheel, I guarantee you, uh, you will have an answer to this prize topic. I try to make it as simplistic as possible. I love doing the wheel. Um, we begin this morning's show with concern. Concern about the mindset of this very football team in this town and perhaps a percentage of fans. Now, there is something going on that is far more concerning than just a loss to the Cowboys. Uh, first of all, all those who said, ah, well, who cares if they lose? It's no big deal. Um, how do you feel now that you lost arguably your best player for probably the remainder of the season in Lane Johnson, and lost a really good corner in Maddox for an undisclosed amount of time, could be the rest of the season as well. And as a result, we are now going to rely on the coaching staff, who was in complete denial yesterday, to figure it all out. Marcus, I'll just come out and say it. I fear the Eagles have already peaked. And what we watched on Christmas Eve was a warning sign. I have no gripes about the town on this roster. We know how, to, just top to bottom, how stacked they are. The case in point, to support my case that I fear the Eagles have already peaked, words spoken by the head coach and the defensive coordinator. Now, yesterday, Tuesday, Angelo was really upset at the Eagles' offense, uh, You know, ignoring Dallas Goddard in the final 28 minutes of the game, which I had no idea it was. it was the final 28 minutes. That is something to certainly take note of. Going to Quez Watkins far too much. And all legit concerns. I, I had no gripes with that whatsoever. I kind of expected more Quez Watkins only because of the backup quarterback and the rapport that those two guys have together, that he'd be looking for him because of the, the comfortability. Doesn't mean it's the right decision to make. Um, but although it would have been nice to have the coach tell him, hey, look, stop looking for Quez. My concern, and I, I'm telling you, you're going to agree with me in a moment, is the defense. Yeah, I could look at the box score and say, they gave up 40 points, 40 points to a good Dallas team. I was uh, upset at the time. Now I'm mad because of what was said by the coaching staff about that defensive performance, some of which on these very airwaves. So the head coach, Nick Sirianni, on the morning show yesterday, we got into the conversation of the zone defense. Marcus, I'm sure you're aware of this stat that's gone Viral, and everybody's spoken about it, how Dak Prescott 24 did.
5: 24 for 24. I mean, literally all his damage. Three hundred. It's a, it's a really easy stat to remember because it was the perfect. round numbers. Two dozen, 300.
4: Perfect. 24 for 24, 300 yards, two touchdowns. No adjustments in the first half by the defense. Minimal in the second half. Uh, that's kind of a big deal, right? Siriani yesterday with Angelo, was asked about the zone defense. Listen. So he's basically saying there's more than one version than just the basic word, four letters, zone. Everybody needs to calm down a little bit. It's not like we didn't make any adjustments there. But Suriani wasn't done. This is where he lost me, Marcus. So this is Go ahead. No, you can play. Go ahead.
0: This is where I, I lost. Sir, zone yeah. is not a fair assessment. Again, like and in, in, in the, in the other answer is just don't play man every single play because if you play man, every, we played against teams that play man every single play, and you just you know exactly what to do to call to beat them. Like th- there's a lot of different issues more so than just the call of hey that it was zone because again all zones look different.
4: So he was just Marcus, he just said that it wasn't necessarily zone, even though all these people are painting it as 24-24 versus zone. Some of it was man. Well, I, Marcus, when I, I looked at it, um, it was zone in my eyes. I'm no expert. But those whose job it is, those yes. whose job it is to say, all right, this was a zone here, zone here, and then let's put our uh, stat, stats together, the deep stats, which now every league loves. Um, why is he in denial
5: about this? I'm not sure he said they weren't zones. I think he said that... He said we don't know what we're looking at. I'm I'm still talking. Is that not what he said? I'm still talking. Are you done? No. Come on, let's go, Marcus. Okay. I'm not sure he said we didn't play zone those 24 times. I think he said we played different versions of zone, and some of those versions of zone have man-to-man elements, so we don't consider them to be the type of zone that you might think it is. That said, if it's a zone, it's a zone. If if the player doesn't <laughs> follow, if Darius Slay doesn't follow C.D. Lamb all the way across the field and down the field, it's a zone. Yes. Okay? So I'm frustrated at Doc speak. And if you remember two years ago, Doc Rivers was very, very adamant in insulting us over and over again because we were we didn't know what we were looking at. We didn't know that Ben Simmons was a liability on the court. He was right. We were wrong in this instance, regardless of the type of zone it is, it's still a zone. And I think what you're getting at is if you're spending $10 million on one side of the field on a cornerback and you're spending $11 million or $12 million on the other side with your other starting quarterback, one's going to the Pro Bowl, the other one probably should, and each of them are in the top eight in pass coverage ability according to Pro Football Focus, Mm -hmm. maybe you should not play zone hardly at all. If you're playing it 24 times – that's almost half the time. Yes. So why are you playing zone with these talents on the sides?
4: Well, having said all that, and you put it so eloquently, eloquently, it was more of a PG version <laughs> of Doc Rivers. <laughs> Doc Rivers would just say, "You guys don't know what you're talking about. How dare you?" Uh, Where Nick Sirianni was trying to dance around it, but at the same time
5: saying it that you guys don't know what you're looking at. That wasn't zone defense. I know. I think he was just trying to to muddy the waters. He was. I thought. I, I He's think trying he was, to dilute it, right? Exactly. He was. Well, I think he was trying to say, "Listen." It was zoned, but it wasn't the same zone. It wasn't like and and honestly, you know, to his credit, to be fair, I think what he's saying is it was a more complex puzzle to solve for Dak than you were. You're giving him credit.
4: Oh, oh, complex. Twenty four for twenty four. That's that's pretty complex. Um, the other thing he's about da- right the thing
5: about Dak is <laughs> the more you diminish Dak in radio shows like this or in columns like mine, mm-hmm. the worse it looks when he's effective against good teams. Dak is a good quarterback. Oh, I won't deny that he's not a good quarterback, but he's not 24 for 24 unless yes, yes there's is. a scheme issue going on here. Or, or, and again, I don't know how granular you want to get, but this is as granular as it gets. Yeah, okay? and this, this leads to
4: my overarching viewpoint that how many I'm concerned.
5: Times, how, many, how many times have we mentioned Kayvon Wallace today? Uh, not once. How many times have we mentioned him this week? Uh, not, not a, I don't believe a single time. How many snaps did he play against Dallas?
4: How many did he play? I don't know.
5: Five. He played five. Five snaps. Okay. Okay. How'd that pan out? Well, here's the thing. Josiah Scott mm-hmm. played a lot more, especially in 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 a relief of Avanti Maddox. But in that situation, he was the deep man, right? Yeah. In the, in the third and 30. That should be Kayvon Wallace. Kayvon Wallace is hurt. He He has a hip injury. Okay. He played five snaps. So, again- pretty granular Mm -hmm. the third string safety wasn't available for most of the game your best safety your your number one safety CJ Gardner Johnson it remains injured with a lacerated kidney yeah so you've got your fourth round pick who is really the backup safety not play he played 41% of the snaps in the two previous games yeah that's his cover right there he Mm -hmm. wasn't there he wasn't available Mm -hmm. so that's pretty granular right For me, it's always been about personnel. If Jonathan Gannon has the kind of personnel he needs to give the defensive line enough time to get to the quarterback, his defense is functional. If he doesn't, he doesn't. And in that instance, Dak had all the time in the world Mm -hmm. and the safety field. We are not having this conversation. If they don't convert third and 30, they don't convert third and 30 if Kevin Wallace is on the field.
4: Oh, yeah. And part of that third, you know, uh, the three of uh, uh, third and 30 was 24 for 24. Now, and Nick, Nick, can you at least, uh, are you at least concerned that the defense gave up 40 points? Ah. Uh. Ah! Uh, oh, yeah, I, I know. You're, go, you're not going to throw your coordinator on the bus. I don't expect you to, but at least say we gave a 40. It's not acceptable. Adjustments need to be made. Don't give me the whole, oh, well, you know, you guys don't know what you're looking at. That's not zone. There's a lot of man coverage there, and there's different versions of zone. You guys, all you guys, everybody outside of this organization doesn't know what they're talking about. All right, well, I can't wait now because Tuesday is coordinator day, Marcus. I can't wait for Jonathan Gannon to step to that podium. I am curious what he has to say. What he had to say? Uh, well, I'm, I'm past 10. I'm, oh, like, I I'm see. in the moment at the time. I see. I, I'm looking forward to, uh, I think it was like 12, 15. I'm going back to the future. I'm going to the same but different, yes. yes. I'm going back to Tuesday <laughs> afternoon, lunchtime, and here comes Jonathan Gannon stepping to the podium. Um, I, I got to know. I mean, Dak was 24 for 24, 300 yards, two touchdowns against the zone defense. Jonathan, what happened?
5: We're a defense that does multiple things to defend people. There's always going to be elements of what looks like zone when we're playing zone. When it looks like zone, we're playing man. When it looks like man, we're playing zone to one side and man to another side. I think that's pretty common around the league. Some guys live in the world of man or pure zone, which that's a way you can go. But ultimately, it doesn't matter, in my opinion, what calls
0: are being called. you got to teach it and coach it the right way.
4: Whoa, 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 whoa. That was... Nick Sirianni. Two hours later, that was. Uh, it wasn't necessarily at con- zone. There's at, least different... at
5: least they're consistent.
4: You're right. They're they're powwowing together and saying this is our storyline. Let's stick or to they're it. Or they telling the truth? Are they telling the t- well, Marcus? I said, or
5: they're telling the truth? All
4: right. Well, in your opinion, Marcus, are, are they? Just unwilling to admit fault and
5: adjustments need to be made, no, or are we seeing things incorrectly? I think I think the answer is C. They don't have the personnel to do the things that they have to do at this point.
4: They were given the world by Howie Roseman. No, they weren't. They won an app. So you're telling me anything short of a perfect roster. This coaching staff isn't good enough to make it work? Well, no. We, we just went through. They're missing three of their top. Josiah Scott's played a ton of downs this season. Avante Maddox is always injured, Josiah unfortunately. Josiah a
5: special teamer. I agree. He's here to no, be no, a special no, he's, teamer. He's not as talented as Avante Maddox. I won't deny but that. But they're missing three of their top five defensive backs. Uh-huh. Reed Blankenship is not supposed to be playing. Okay. Okay. So so 40 again, points as a I, I result know, of these couple players. I don't know many players? teams who can lose 3 of their top 5 defensive backs and and still produce and not even produce but be as be as uh proficient like get it, get their bodies in the right places. Yeah. You can't lose what is that 60% of your front line defensive backfield and expect them to execute the way they're supposed to execute and that's what we're talking about. The, the Josiah Scott was put in a position he's not comfortable being put in. He made the wrong play. He even committed pass interference on the play, mm-hmm. right? So uh, that's not what they coached him to do. He made a mistake. He failed in his assignment. His assignment wasn't flawed. Had he been in the right position, that's probably intercepted when Dak threw that football. I was talking to Rob Cherry about this um on Monday. When Dak threw that football, it was like a punt. It was like, I'm throwing it to my number three receiver Mm -hmm. against their number one cornerback. I'm throwing it 50 to 60 yards down the field. And if it's intercepted, who cares? It's as good as a punt. It's third and 30. What do I have to lose? And it should have been intercepted. It certainly should not have been completed, but it should have been intercepted. Scott started out at the wrong spot and ran to the wrong spot, got there late, interfered, and T.Y. Hilton made a catch. One,
4: third, third and 30 is egregious. But twenty four of twenty four tells an even bigger story here. And Marcus, in my they opinion, would have been twenty three of twenty four if he broke it up, and it still would have been a problem. Because in in my opinion, this coaching staff's in denial. There, there are those are uh, those who have never grown attached to Jonathan Gannon. Hearing what he just said, I mean, this gives you uh, like all the motivation and all the the narratives you want to drive that against good quarterbacks. His scheme isn't that good. And he's unable to adjust, you know, properly and with enough time remaining in order to come out on top. It goes to show you can have all the talent in the world. And, yes, there are injuries. Every team deals with injuries at this point in the season. But scheme is everything. Adjustments are everything, which comes down to coaching. At some point, they are going to face Dallas in the playoffs. If the Eagles wrap up that number one seed in the first two games, they're going to face Dallas in the divisional round of the playoffs. Marcus, you know this is going to happen.
5: I, I don't know that. No.
4: Sure you do. It's uh, going to happen. I, I don't I don't know that. That that might happen, but I don't know what's going to happen. Okay, all right. You don't have a crystal ball to tell me 100% certainty. Thank you so much. I, but there's I, a high probability of it's going it's going to happen.
5: Uh, is that is that accurate? Like what if San Francisco makes the play aren't they much more likely to face Dallas before the Eagles do? I think
4: if if the, if it plays out the way everything is set up at this moment in time. Right. Uh the Eagles would end up playing the winner of I think it would end up being I think they may end up playing Dallas in the division round, assuming Dallas, it would be Dallas and Tampa Bay, okay. I think is how the first round would play out. Okay. Then again, the NFC South, well, that's all a conversation for the whole other day. Ladies and gentlemen, the question I have for you, are you concerned at all that the Eagles have already peaked? Marcus, I looked this up. I couldn't believe it was factual. I triple-checked it. Did you know the, who the, the team that goes undefeated the longest to start a regular season? Would you like to know the last time that team went on to win a Super Bowl? The team that goes undefeated the longest to start a season, of which case, this would be the Eagles. Eagles have the best record of the NFL, and they they had the longest uh, undefeated streak to start the season.
5: Hmm. How about the 2017? No, the 2015 New England Patriots.
4: 2006 Indianapolis Colts oh. it's been 16 years that's hard to believe and listen i mean it's only 16 years it's not something that's never been accomplished before but it certainly tells the tale of teams who come out guns ablaze and do spectacular in the first two months and then for multiple you know a lot of reasons you know don't uh can't finish the job so to speak 2155929494 and oh by the way it's a prize wheel wednesday uh, I, I, Marcus, I thought you and I together, it's the end of the calendar year. I do something in retrospect to 2022 again, but I, I changed my mind because I happened to uh, stumble upon it's a national day, and it's something that's near and dear to my heart chocolate candy. Marcus, it's National Chocolate Candy Day. Is that right? And I like to call myself a bit of an expert here. A uh, long time ago, I worked at a chocolate factory. Are you, is your name Charlie? It's not, it's funny. I've never heard that joke before, oh. ever, ever in my life. And this is a company who, uh, you know, they manufacture chocolate for many notable companies. They're still in existence today. The Wonkas? Uh, they are not the Wonkas, that's, although they didn't manufacture no, no. But although there is that Wonka like company. You're kind of like an Oompa Loompa. That's not. We're done here. But I love. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I love when we have a prize wheel. My goal is to make it impossible to have an incorrect answer. Therefore, everyone who calls in is basically going to get a spin and win a prize. It's National Chocolate Candy Day. Give us a candy with chocolate in it. It could be entirely made up of chocolate, or chocolate is an element in this candy. 215 <laughs> 592 I see everybody on, I apologize. going to run through your calls uh, on the other side. Francisco Rojas, engineering for Joseph A. Wechter this morning. Our time is 621. 626. Welcome back, everybody, to the WIP Morning Show on this Wednesday morning. I see your calls lining up. I'm going to get to you in just a moment. But we have to introduce our first Twitter poll question because uh, on surface level, I think many will see this poll and feel insulted and instantly select the home team but upon looking at the current injury status of several notable players may cause you to think otherwise. With that, we say good morning to Francisco Rojas. Good morning, Francisco. Good morning, John. All right, so what's our first Twitter poll question?
7: All right, so today's Twitter question is brought to you by Armand Chevrolet. Armand Chevrolet wishes all a happy and healthy new year. Thank you to the Delaware Valley for over 22 years of support. Find new roads to Armand Chevrolet. So, the first question of the morning. As of right now, who is the best team in the NFC A, the Eagles, Cowboys, the Niners, or the Minnesota Vikings.
4: So you have four options, the four best teams in the NFC. Marcus, uh, given the latest, well, what we know to this point about Lane Johnson, about the Avante Maddox, who's the best team in the NFC at this current moment in time?
5: Can Can I ask you a question about it? Okay. All right. With or without Jalen Hurts? Well,
4: again, uh, considering what we know about Hertz at this moment, we do not know if he's going to play Sunday or not Dallas against New Orleans. Better than the
5: Eagles ah! without Hurts. Ah. But if when Hertz comes back, the Eagles are better than Dallas, even without Lane Johnson. Even without Lane Johnson, yeah, Jack Driscoll's a good player. Jack Driscoll's going to make forty million dollars minimum in the NFL in his career. Having said
4: that, the the, the They are going, even if Jalen Hurts plays on Sunday against New Orleans, um, New Orleans has a formidable defense, or a good defense. They're not Mm -hmm. great, but they have a good defense. Uh, Lane Johnson is the best at his position in the sport. You could make the case one of the best ever, where he never requires any assistance. Driscoll's going to need help at times, just Mm -hmm. being thrown in there. That's going to alter the offensive game plan significantly. It's going to put... Hurts in a position to where he's going to feel like he needs to scramble probably more often than not, which is going to make everybody hold their breath again.
5: Actually, I think what, what probably happens is you just see less Dallas Goddard. You see Dallas Goddard being cut. Remember when Bretton Brett Zellick was on this like great tra- trajectory of being one of the top five tight ends in the NFL in the early 2010s or something like that? Yeah. And all of a sudden, the quarter, the offensive line got horrible. And Brent Selleck spent, essentially spent the last four years of his career, five years of his career, as a tackle. Yeah. You know, they they'd essentially play a three-tackle offense and took Brent Selleck. So he's, great yards after catch guy. So it's you know, an extra blocker comes Sunday. Goddard someday. turns into an extra blocker, which has a trickle-down effect, right? Yeah. Which, it's a safety valve right there. Well, not only that, but you're looking at, you know, as much Devontae Smith as you can get, as much A.J. Brown as you can get, and your favorite. Quez Watkins becomes oh, no. more important. No, no, in the game no, 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 no. So Lane no, Johnson no. means Can Quez more. Can Watkins. block? <laughs> Can Quez block?
4: Can we find that out in the next couple days?
5: Uh, Ques couldn't block an intersection.
4: Oh no! See the see that's concerning. That, I mean, that's just going to put hurts uh, in a Quez compromised w- position. I feel
5: bad for Quez Watkins, who was sold to us as a outside burner specialty guy who's going to take the top off the defense, and has been asked to play. You know, asked to play, essentially play tight end last game. Yeah, going across the middle with Gardner Minshew hanging him out to dry, and he's just not that guy. He's a one-trick pony, and they don't let him do his trick. Mm. Gary in Whitehall leads us off. Good morning, Gary. Good morning.
2: What's happening, Johnny? How you doing,
5: Marcus? Excellent, Gary. How's uh? How's are you? The truck driver up in Whitehall? Um, yes,
2: I, I am the professional transport transpor- transportation engineer. Yes.
5: It's- I love that. Now, well, are you in your vehicle right now? Uh, no. All right.
2: No. Nope. So, nope. Uh,
4: uh, Gary, I gotta ask you: Are you concerned at all that the Eagles have already peaked? No. You're not. Okay. Please no. go on.
2: No. No. It's just a little bump in the road. It's a, it's a pothole that we had to, you know, we had to take. Like I said, I said the markers on Monday. We had to have our scheduled loss on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's right. He, bring, uh,
5: he
4: pulled up, Doc. Oh yeah! You, oh, yeah. it was the sca- Well, but here's my my issue, Gary. It's not so much the loss. Like I just see the L and I say, "All right, well, we didn't have hurts. You know, it is what it is. We have two more games to play." It's the inability for uh, of Jonathan Gannon
1: uses during times of congestion.
4: Unable to adjust properly, in denial. We hear when he spoke yesterday about the whole zone thing, and that, and I worry that you know he's so headstrong that he's going to say this is how it's going to work, no matter what personnel I have, and it may end up being a downfall.
2: Well, we we ought to be used to that, John. We had we had we had we had Jonathan Schwartz, or we had Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz. Now we got
5: Jonathan Schwartz. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's good you stuff. Know, it's, that's good stuff.
2: I mean, uh, yeah. It, you, you know, you, you have guys in there that shouldn't be in there. They're in the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. They're in the, the you know, they're, they're, the play calling is different. Um, and that's coaching. And something that uh, our defensive coordinator lacks of coaching and making adjustments in game. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's like I'm watching James Franklin at Penn State.
4: <laughs> well, that's, and Gary, that's kind of one of the reasons for my concern. You know, I mean, I know it's just a loss. But when you are short you're you know you starting quarterback the front runner for MVP everybody has to step it up a notch the coaching staff really didn't or they they weren't unable as you pointed out to adjust uh in time and you saw Dak go 24 for 24
2: They need they need to take their chances more on man defense with the two corners and you just got to hope and pray that the the front four get to the quarterback
5: And, if, but and- the problem with that Gary is okay Not only are they missing – did they wind up missing Kayvon Wallace for part of the game on on, uh, Saturday? Saturday. I always want to say Sunday because, you know, I'm stuck in 1982. Um, Not only did they miss um, him, but they lost Devontae Maddox in nickel corner. I think they were just terrified to put Josiah Scott, a special team specialist, on whoever in the slot and just get eaten up. And the irony is – you know that he was a he's the guy who misplayed third and thirty probably the first time in his very short career he's a third year guy that he's been asked to do exactly that job mm. you know he he fail and you can say all right fine, but that is coaching as well maybe the last thing in in the ear of uh of TJ Edwards is, and by the way, uh, TJ Edwards, the middle linebacker, let's talking to Jonathan Gannon and make sure you tell Josiah Scott to stay 35 yards downfield, you know, <laughs> that maybe that's the coaching point. We're missing there. Uh,
2: yeah, I, yeah. I don't know, but the, they, you know, Hey, you know, may, maybe, maybe some team will see the, the, the excellence in him, and maybe he'll be a, a head coach somewhere. We don't have to worry about it next year, but I, uh, I'm not concerned. Uh, the ultimate goal is still February, Arizona, um, I still say you play. You you have to play. Uh, you have to play Jalen this week mm-hmm. to get that win. I mean, you have yeah two vocal points there. You know, number one is the number one seed. Yeah, number two the is game... knocking the Saints down for an extra you know better pick.
4: Sure, the game had far more importance than the Dallas game. Right. Uh, Gary, let's get you a spin on the wheel. I need a candy with chocolate right. in it.
2: Can I do it? Um, I'm gonna oh, take I'll... the goat. I'm gonna take the goat right off the t- right off the tree. The, the best
5: candy, Reese's Peanut Butter. Right? Reese's Peanut Butter, by Cup. far, by far. Oh, that's by your favorite. Far. That huh? is the Tom Brady of candies. Number yes,
2: six.
4: Is. Congratulations, Gary. You have won a oh a pair of digital movie passes to see the White Knuckle Action Movie Plane, starring Gerard Butler. Which uh, that just it's about to come out. I actually look do want to check that out. It's about a hijacked plane. for You know, what, let me go to me got Time for at least one more call here. John in Port Richmond's on WYP. Good morning,
2: John. Happy New Year, guys.
4: Happy New Year, John. We're not there yet, but we're about to be in the New Year.
2: Yeah, no, I figured next time I talk there'll probably be the new year. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, John? No, and I'm I was sitting there thinking about the whole Jalen Hurts thing. Mm-hmm. If he's if he's only a little banged up, you gotta play him. If you need this win right now, and if you win now, he has two weeks to rest. Now if he's injured, there's difference to being banged up and being injured. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have an injury, I, I know like when I wrestled years ago, there's a difference with going through pain and being injured. If you have a little pain, you can get through it. But Rem- if, you, if you're
4: injured, you're, you can't. Well, remember, there's, there's other factors, right, John? I mean, there's, we, we know what, how important he is to the future of the franchise, and he plays the most important position. Marcus, uh, you deal with this every single day. Uh, teams are not going to tell you every little bit of information. They're going to hide as much as possible and give you very little. Uh, the status of Jalen Hurts. Do you, as of this moment
5: in time, are you? Do you feel certain he will play against New Orleans? I don't feel certain that he'll play. And, and John, here's the, as a former wrestler, I mean, you know what it feels like to have a guy land on you with his entire body weight. How shocking that can be in the moment and the residual injury or the residual pain that comes from that, but also, <clears throat> you know what it is to f- know that something's torn or sprained and weakened uh-huh. versus just a little sore, and I have no doubt that if he missed this past game, which was the rivalry game and the featured game and the play- the, the game that locks everything up, if he wasn't injured, like really injured, he would have played, and I don't know that eight days makes much of, much of a difference with that kind of injury, when he was injured, when it, when he came out, when it when it surfaced that he was injured, as I thought he was on the play, I thought he would that was the last game we would see from him until the playoffs, because of what you lose, and mm. even if it means even if it means maybe not having the number one seed, is it better to have Jalen Hurts closer to a hundred percent than having him either stop healing or get re-injured or aggravate the injury he already has?
2: Right, I mean. I mean, you make a great point, but I mean, I'm still like, if he's just
5: like banged up, you know, if he's not injured, you know, yeah, If it's nothing right. more than
4: general soreness is what you're saying. Right. For right. me, it's a big right.
5: difference if it's his left shoulder versus his throwing shoulder, which he has to use over and over and over again. Right. And, with, and let's face it, it's not that strong to begin with. You know, We're not talking about Josh Allen's arm here. We're talking about Jalen Hurts' arm where the mechanics have to be perfect, where his feet have to be set, right. You know, and right. he, he still makes a bunch of lollipop throws. How much more lollipop, or, or are there throws he won't try now? does he run even more because his shoulder is weakened as, right, as well and as hurt right that's going to that's going to set him up for more injury yeah john let's get I'm you glad a I talked to you. let's get you Thank a spin you. on
4: the wheel it's national chocolate candy day i need a candy with chocolate in it kit kat kit Kats is a wonderful item uh, Marcus, where do you stand on top, Kit Kats? Top five. You put them as top five. Number eight. Congratulations, John. You won. Ooh, a Hand and Stone massage and facial gift card for fifty-minute massage or fac- facial visit any of their sixty locations. Go to handandstone.com. and Stone. dot Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. What's that there, Marcus? The, the,
5: the, the two candies that have been mentioned. What are they? What do they both have in common? They're owned by the same company. Uh I mean, I don't know. Yes, they are. But what? Well, go ahead. They are. Uh, What's the word? Okay. Good. Yes, they good. are. Besides good, they are. You can take them apart. You can eat oh, them in pieces. Y- you know, I'll they take are the Reese's best. apart. No, there's two of them. Yeah,
7: but they're, they come like
5: that. Right. So, so what I'm saying is, you, you don't can have to split eat a Reese's thing peanut at butter cup in half. Time. But why would it's you not do like that a candy to yourself? Bar. No, I wouldn't split it in half. I eat the whole thing. As a matter of fact, I eat the whole thing in one bite. You know what I enjoy? You know, it's around this time of year. The the novelty
4: Reese's peanut butter cup. You ever see them? Oh, yeah. They're like the size the of a Christmas pie. Tree. The Christmas tree pe- Oh, you oh, mean the so huge good. ones? The huge ones. Oh, those ones. are horrible. Oh, you can get like a big old like butcher yeah. knife out that's, and cut those No, ones. they're too much. So,
7: that's horrible. Mm, yeah, the, the trees and the eggs are next level. Yes. It's no. different.
5: It, it depends. They're I agree. different.
7: Yes. are. they're better.
5: Yes,
7: they are. Go eat one and then go like, eat a regular Reese's afterwards.
5: After like a week or so. You want to go back to Reese's.
7: Well, it's the ratio.
4: It's more peanut butter to chocolate and ratio I, I in am, the trees. I am
5: convinced. I've been told I'm insane and wrong about a lot of things, but also about, about the Reese's peanut butter in the novelty ones. I feel that it's different. It's not different. The the shell is a lot thicker. No, and, I and understand. That's the, the I, I, can, I have eyes and, and, and sensory abilities. <laughs> they taste different to me. <laughs> And again, I've been told I'm wrong and crazy about this, but you can't. And you they cannot, were right. You cannot imagine how important Reese's peanut butter cups are to me and my family. <laughs> This, the is, white, this the is the number one ones, item? The white ones. The... So you got to hide them? Huh? You, you hide, you hide we, them we in hide the We hide them Haze from each house, other, don't yes. They? They're little Unbelievable. When, when, pe- when the people buy our house, when we sell our house, they're going to find like Reese's <laughs> in the dumbwaiter. They're going to find Reese's <laughs> under the porch. They're going to find Reese's in the rafters. Yeah, it's kind of sad. That's an ultimate treasure hunt right there.
4: 215-592-9494. I see everybody on hold, and Sean, and Jim, and Rich, and Tony, everybody else. I apologize. I'm going to get more of your calls on the other side. Our time is 639. welcome back. John Johnson, Marcus Hayes, WIP Morning Show on this Wednesday morning. No Ross Tucker today. So, Marcus, at the top of the hour, we have guests at 8 and 9 o'clock. We have Dave Zingaro uh, at 8 o'clock and Derek Bodner at 9 o'clock. We do not have one for the top of the 7 o'clock hour. And I I left it open because I wanted to – there is one person that needs to be singled out that I'm avoiding it for this moment in time, but he's going to be the subject of what's called a serenity now. I'm sure you're familiar Serenity with the term. Now! Yeah, yeah. Introduced by the late Frank Costanza mm-hmm. uh, as a form of calming yourself down uh, when you're frustrated with something, but sadly ends up having the opposite effect of which you boil over and explode. Yes, he,
5: there, he was horrible at it.
4: He was bad at it, as is everybody else. While it is a a, uh, a favorite on the fastest-growing overnight show, the Serenity Now segment, there's a particular player on the Eagles who deserves to be subject of Serenity Now, and he's going to get his at the top of the 7 o'clock hour. Marcus, I need to ask you a, a question because you don't hold back. You won't dance around a subject. Jerry Stiller. Uh, yeah, yeah, the late Jerry Stiller. Frank oh, that, is- wasn't, that wasn't the question? Uh, no, no, no. No. Fr- no. Here's the question. Frank, the Frank Estanza Stanza was George's dad. Yes, he was the played character by name.
5: the great Stiller, Jerry Stiller, of Stiller and Mara. Yes, yes, whose yeah. uh, child is Ben Stiller. Yes. Um, Who are all actually talented, unlike the cast of Steinfeld. But go oh ahead. Man. God, you have no problem making
4: enemies. So if Jalen Hurts is unable to play Sunday right. against the Saints, can Gardner Minshew win? Can he lead the
5: offense to a victory? So here's the thing about that, right? Both of the interceptions that he threw were I, – I, I think he was baited into making that throw he has enough tape so he has clear preferences <clears throat> he doesn't like to throw it to the outside he doesn't have a big arm he doesn't have a big arm at all no and you know even the touchdown pass to Devonte smith he threw it before he made the break he had to it wasn't like he could make the break and make the decision get the ball there before Devonte got out of bounds mm-hmm. so i f- believe that his sort of range is limited to the degree that he can be baited into making throws that don't seem dangerous in the moment but wind up being dangerous and throws to receivers who are not optimally the, the, the best choice. Yeah. Guys like Miles Sanders and, of course, your favorite, Quez Watkins. Mm-hmm. So, yes, he can uh, – The Gardner bench, you can win a Super Bowl if he's properly protected and the defense plays well. So, yeah, he can beat the New Orleans Saints. He can beat the but Saints. But he could but also you, disastrously lose to the New Orleans Saints.
4: Who have a, as we pointed out, they have a
5: good defense. Right. They're not a great defense, I think but they he, are a good defense. I think he will win. I mean, the the weather won't be as much of a friend as you, you'd you hoped. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> to, to call to, for to, possible rain. but it's going to be like 60, right? It's going to be warm, but it might be wet. Yeah, so it won't be the advantage you'd hope. It, you know, but on the flip side, New Orleans is a dome team, so maybe the, the, the muck will be... Will be an advantage, but Gardner's a Southern guy, so maybe the the cold would not be as big of an advantage as you'd you'd think. You know, Jacksonville, Mississippi. So I know he went to Washington State, but you know, grew up in Mississippi. Yeah, played in Jacksonville. So, yeah, he could beat them, but well, Jalen make... would destroy them. Okay, so it's it's certainly no
4: guarantee if Hertz is unable to go. That's
5: especially you know, one of the, you know, it's really interesting. Like I find that Hertz. "Quote we we don't talk much about Hertz po- Hertz pocket presence, right? Mm-hmm. That has just exponentially better this year, just exponentially better." But it's because he knows what he has on his right side. That yeah. Lane Johnson yeah. will protect him. He always, always, always sort of drifts right. And if he goes left, it's kind of a spin. And he, it's, a, it's Or it's duck, ducking underneath Jordan Maialato, who he knows is you know 10 yards behind him at this point because he's not Lane Johnson.
4: It's, and I know we're going to get into this a whole lot more so as the even show if goes it's on. Jaylen,
5: even if it's Jalen, you wonder. What, and that's the, that's the X factor. That's the secret weapon. His, yeah. his, not, not the fact that he runs, but he runs so effectively.
4: And to what you were making, we're going to get into this—the reliability of always having Lane Johnson there, no longer there—it's—it's it's going to make it, it. The offense will be different as a result. Sean in Maryland's on WIP. Hey, Sean.
0: Hey, good morning, John. Good morning, Marcus. Good Happy morning. holidays. Hope you. you guys are having a great season. Thank you much. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, I, I, you know, getting over the uh, getting over the loss as the days go by, more focus on the Saints, and I expected Sirianni then I expected Gannon to come in and try to confuse us and defend and double down on this whole zone thing. But what what I don't expect from a captain Mm -hmm. uh, like Slay is to start pointing fingers, particularly at a a special teams player, as you mentioned, uh, uh, Marcus. uh, Scott's a special teams guy, and they're asked to do things that he may not be comfortable doing. And for Slay, who's a captain, Uh, to to start pointing fingers on that particular 3rd-and-30 play at Scott. Uh, We don't need that. We win together and we lose together. So uh, I hope that's a learning moment for Slay.
4: You surprised, Marcus, at the route Darius Slay took, uh, the criticism they received that 3rd-and-30, and and the lengths, lengths he went to. He even went
5: to social media about it. Yeah, Darius Slay's right he you know that was he he played it perfectly he did what he was supposed to do i know a lot of people oh why did he let him go so fast well he let him go so fast because there's supposed to be a safety you know 10 yards beyond where ty Hilton was um number 1 number 2 you are absolutely right i i left that locker room with my mouth like my jaw on the ground that darius slay dimed out a guy a third year guy Playing out of who's a nickel corner who had to play safety in that spot because Kayvon Wallace hip his hip still isn't right, and you know Reed Blankenship and Marcus Epps just aren't that uh, aren't good enough to make that cover three adjustment. That he dimed that kid out like that Mm -hmm. in real time after a loss. Like if it if it was three days later when everybody had a chance to like you know to to sort of calm down and we weren't looking for fingers to point to be one thing if they had won it would be one thing but essentially blaming the loss on a guy who whose job it was not to play, make that make that play generally was just unconscionable and that's why Darius slay has never been a captain like this before is
4: this also a result of being in detroit all these years <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a, it's a it's a behavior that's kind of ingrained into you as a I result. Don't, of, I don't
5: think that Darius Slay would have been any different had he come from you know Pittsburgh. You know, this is Dar- so this what, is Darius they, Slay. This is what we're is. learning. And again, we enjoy the, the the candor of Darius Slay, and I don't think it's going to you know because it's Darius being Darius. I don't think it's going to you know destroy the psyche of Josiah Scott. And you're you're probably making too much of it. And as am I, uh, Sean. But, but yes, I was surprised to hear anybody on the team do that, especially a guy who's been, been given one of the captaincies. <clears throat> Sean, give right. me a, a candy with chocolate in it.
0: Let's go back to just a just a basic, the basic Hershey's milk chocolate bar. Ah, oh, the
4: Hershey's milk chocolate bar absolutely gets us. Marcus. Sean, I got to like-
5: tell you, I got to tell you, my least favorite candy, except for maybe that. To- uh, Excuse uh, I, I me, I can't, I can't say anything. No, right? no, you can't say anything. Yet. Right. You'll uh, give maybe it away. my least favorite candy. And the most available one. The Hershey's Chocolate Bar. I'm rooting for you. I'm
4: rooting for you. Here we go. All right, let's get, Marcus is super excited. He gets to spin the prize wheel that has Angelo's mug right in the middle of it. Number eight, congratulations, Sean. You now have six, count them, six, Keith Jones autographed cards. (laughs) Jim and Clementons on WIP. Hey, Jim. How you doing? Good morning, Jim. Getting over the game yet? Uh, the, The initial loss, Jim. Okay, I can get over that. But. When I hear the head coach saying, ah, it's not all zone that Dak was 24 for 24. You guys don't know what you're looking at. And then I have the defensive coordinator telling me the same thing. I have a serious concern now that the coaching staff is in denial. The talent is, I mean, we, we know what the talent is. But it's still, but when we get to the playoffs, it's going to be all about coaching. And if they are unwilling to, at the very least, admit that changes and adjustments need to be made... I got a problem with that. Denial is no longer just a river in France. <laughs> Thank you.
8: I uh, I was less angry after the game than I am right now. Oh, seems as the weeks going on, I'm getting uh, <laughs> <laughs> more angrier. I was uh, I, at the beginning. I thought "It's like you're married right, to the Eagles, right? We beat uh, the Saints, but now just the way they played on defense. Mm-hmm. When you have a guy completing 24 passes in a row. And you don't do anything to change your defense,
4: that's yes. a joke. That, that's a problem. Well, let's right. be, let's that's be, a big let's problem. Be,
5: let's be – it wasn't 24 in a row. It was 24 in that situation. They didn't play zone 24 times in a row, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like the definition of insanity. And the personnel was different, and it wasn't exactly the same defense. All that said, they certainly had an – Dak certainly was good enough, and they were not good enough to to allow that to happen. So – Let me ask you this, Jim. So, and John, this might make you even angrier. All right. One of my emailers noted that while the Eagles lost, given the fact that Gardner Minshew was entertaining and and productive, given the fact that we had a pick six from a defensive lineman and six sacks and a lot of lead changes, this might have been the most entertaining game against Dallas in a decade. Oh yeah, no, no, no. It, when you watched game the game, watch. it
4: was in. It was. I, I have no gripes with that. It was immensely entertaining. Marcus, though, you pointed out the six sacks. Mm-hmm. Aside from the Josh Sweat, like, but that wasn't even a sack technically. It was an interception. Six six. Yeah. I can't remember any of the sacks, and that's a
5: problem. Well, well, and it's not to blame the front some, four. Maybe you need some Prevagen. I remember. No, do you, do you remember oh, all absolutely. six sacks? I, I mean, like I don't Jim, remember I all have six of them, but I certainly remember three or four. There were two right before the third and thirty. That's why it was I third do remember and one of them now. Yeah. I remember one of them.
4: Well, there we go, Jim. I only remember one of the six sacks, and that's not too. too to, eggnog, and that's not to take a shot at the front four. It's just to speak of how the defense played overall.
8: Yeah, uh, I don't know. It just seems that. Uh... When you play like that on defense, and a lot happened, it it reminded me of the games like last year, yeah, where these quarterbacks just you know pass for like ninety percent. And he never changed anything. You you remember?
4: No, I I agree. And when you were trying, I mean, he made no adjustments in the first half, Jonathan Gannon. He made some in the second half, but not nearly enough when you see the opposing. He played more. more, I know. It actually got worse with his adjustments.
5: If everybody just do their job.
4: Jim, give me a candy with chocolate in it.
8: I'll tell you what. I don't know if uh, most people uh, think this is a real good candy bar, but I really like like it. It's the Nestle's Crunch bar.
5: Love oh, it. Oh, The Nestle Crunch bar. You, know you like I, I the like rice the, in I there. I love the miniature. You like the small. I Nestle's like the crunch. miniature. They all suck. They all. You don't know. You're not no, a their crunch bar guy. Are
7: so overrated. Yeah, the Nestle. I like crunch. the
5: mildness of the. Uh,
4: yeah, you you like the the subtle. The bite of the rice inside there. Yeah, I like the I like the mildness of the chocolate. Uh, look, see, we got a okay. We want something there. Number nine. Congratulations, there, Jim. You won a pair of digital movie passes to see the movie Plane, starring Gerard Butler. Two one five five nine two nine four nine. For what? Wait, hold on a minute. So you don't like Hershey bars? You say the most overrated candy bar ever, but you like a Nestle's Crunch? Yeah, it's only a, it's because a the insertion chocolate. of the crunch no, 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 uh, of the a of the rice.
5: chocolate. And uh, the, the crunch is okay, you know? But the, the chocolate itself, I prefer, yes.
7: It's a little... Uh, milder.
4: I suppose. I mean, they're both compound chocolates.
7: Let's just turn his mic off every time we talk about the candy. <laughs> I agreed with you about the Reese's. No, about the... the, 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 the no, okay, one out of three. You yeah, like you're Kit batting Kats? 300. Good for you. You don't like this Kit isn't Kats?
5: baseball, huh? Do you, like, you don't like Kit Kats? I love Kit Kats. So
7: we well, agree on two. Yeah, it. but nah, But the Nestle, eh, and then you said the whole thing the about Hershey the, bar. We're,
5: we're yeah. the, the Hershey bar. I'm batting 500. would be Hershey. I would be the greatest hitter ever. Oh God. No. No. 500. I'd be the greatest. Yeah, no. you're like Desi no. Rodriguez. Go. What's that? I'd be the greatest three-point shooter ever. Would you 500?
4: now? Oh, 500. Five, 215-592-9494. Don't go anywhere. On the other side, I, Marcus will likely agree with me, but I'm not quite sure. I may go over the top. Emotions may get the best of me. Huh. I got a serenity now coming up because there serenity is now. there's a member of the Philadelphia Eagles who needs to get it, and he's going to get it on the other side. And then Rich it? Kevin. Well, I'll explain to you what it is. It's subject of serenity now. Rich Kevin, hang tight. You guys are up next. And then you, perfect time to jump on board at 6.58.